The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And Dom, what a great day. Oh, yes, we've, we've so often had depressing news uh, of late. But don't worry, this episode is going to be delightful, it's going to be cheerful. It's going to be upbeat, uh, starting with the news that Philip Lowe is no longer the Governor of the Reserve Bank, or at least um, on the way out. He's been uh, axed. Mm. The news came through on Friday morning. It will be Michelle Bullock, the first ever female Governor of the Reserve Bank. Big progress there in only one sense. We'll get to that very shortly. <laughs> and uh, and great news on the environment front. I oh, think yeah. Basically, the environment's basically fixed. Uh, so why do I suspect there's a twist coming? All right, let's, let's get into it in a moment. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So congratulations to Michelle Bullock, who was the Deputy Governor of the Reserve Bank, to Philip Lowe, and is now going to be the new governor. So they've gone for the deputy, which is what they normally do, Thus ensuring a, a radical change to the institution? No, well, Dom, don't underplay this. It's a, it's a new brush. It's, it's not Philip Lowe. I think we need to be optimistic. I think we need to give her a chance. And the thing that I'm looking forward to is just not to have someone so beholden to property owners mm. at the helm of the Reserve Bank. Yes, that's right. For so, for so long, it seemed, it seemed like essentially the Reserve Bank governor was working for the top end of town. Yes. Philip Lowe certainly didn't seem able to appreciate the concerns of people doing it tough out there. Mm. Do you remember the time he just said, oh, you know, just uh, take on another job or yes. just, just take on another flatmate if you can't afford like, All these practical solutions. Uh, Michelle Bullock, I hope, won't do that. I hope she'll be a woman of the people yes. in touch with ordinary Australians. And so uh, when I read on the weekend that she'd, uh, like many Australians, mm. uh, owned some property, I thought... Yeah, this is a woman of the people. She's very down to earth. Well, she probably just owns her own home. Oh, she grew up in a country town. Yes. Uh, and she You're has allowed to do that. a $6 million property portfolio. Oh. $6 million. Um, four well, properties, uh, including a three-bedroom house in Sydney's inner west hmm. with a pool and a bunch of investment properties. But uh, I'll tell you one thing she's done that's impressive. Well, is it... Now get a discount interest rates because she's the chair of the board of the RBA and you well, get a discount interest rate. Oh, we've mentioned this before, yeah. <laughs> no, interestingly, she's actually got mortgages with something called the Gateway Bank. Have you heard of this? It's customer-owned and it puts people before profits, apparently. Oh. So it's she's not getting the discount RBA loan, probably because she hasn't refinanced yet. Mm. Um, but no, she's not beholden to the big banks. She's got some sort of community bank thing, which I'd never heard of. So right. maybe if we all go and bank with whatever Gateway Bank is, mm. will own $6 million worth of properties. <laughs> Do you think maybe the Gateway Bank is one of those things where it's owned by the community and the community is for people who own the bank? Yeah, quite including possibly. Michelle Bullock. Yeah. Well, she owns two apartments in, in Russell Lee. Mm. I don't know where that is, but it, uh, the, her apartments have doubled in value. So she's basically done very, very well Yes, for a very, very long time. So there you go, six. Million dollars. Look, she's good at accumulating money. Maybe she can do that for the nation. Yes. Yeah. So when she makes decisions, do you think, yeah. given that she's highly leveraged and owns all these investment properties, mm. do you think that will weigh on her mind? Well, look, I, I think what we need is somebody in there thinking of the renters. 
right? Like mm. that's the people who are doing it hardest in this in this economy. Well, she can ask the many people who yeah. rent from her. <laughs> who rent from her? Yeah. Exactly. So uh, yeah, that's it, well. See, we're living up to our uh, promise good news. Good of, news. of having only good news. But look, I think the first female um, RBA. Mm. Governor, that's a big landmark. Yes. It's an important moment, in, it, but it seems as though it, nothing else is at all yeah. radical about this. It, it, feminism really does make progress when women can be assholes too. When women can be insiders, yeah. members of the club, yes. uh, from the same world as the person who we got rid of. Yeah. Still, that said, um, it, it, but you know, I actually heard um, somebody call it on the weekend, like some pro Michelle Bullock. Uh, Supporter, she was was talking on Radio National on Saturday. You will like listen to Radio National. That is, and oh, he, I never heard of her. And he was saying, uh, you know, I worked with uh, Michelle Contenu. Uh, I worked with Michelle for years. She's a wonderful choice. She's continuity with change, <laughs> which, which was literally the Veep slogan yes. um, that was satirical. So yeah, yeah. that's yep. Right. So the whole thing is a giant satire. Do you think she's actually renovated any of her $6 million worth of homes? I've got the information here from the Daily Telegraph. Mm. Uh, well, I think... Or does she just... Could have is been. Is she just a rentier landlord who doesn't even bother fixing up I'm, any of them? I can't see any mm. sign of major renovations going on, but maybe she added the pool. I yeah. mean, it's, it's nice for her, isn't it? She can just go and, mm. go and cool off after a hard day <laughs> of... Uh, Considering the needs of impoverished Australians. Well, I'm just thinking because the RBA has that whole renovation going on mm. in Sydney, yeah, which yeah. is hugely blown out, hundreds of millions of dollars over budget. You know, maybe she'll be good at that. You know, like oh, the, she can refinance that yeah. all that loan or through the <laughs> bank that she owns. Bank. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what a good idea! So there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, progress in only one sense. Now, should we get really to good the good news? Philip Lowe's not there anymore, and I think a lot of people are happy about that. The government was very keen to pay credit to um, the job that he'd done, and said they had no beef with him individually. Yes, in fact, I think uh, Jim Chalmers' exact words were, "I come to praise, praise Caesar, not to bury him." He said um, as he kicked him out. Yep. Yes. There you go. Anyway, no more Philip Lowe. Who will we demonise now? Well, no, no. I, I've got more good news. Like This is the good news podcast, remember? We oh, yes. decided to do only good news. Just before we get to the, yeah. to the environment. Oh, okay. Pollution, no, no. I yeah. just want to, um, to congratulate. Oh, you want to you you demonise somebody else? No, there's another person oh. who I just I saw some news about this weekend. Who Just a friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Someone we, we always enjoy talking about. Um mm. Congratulations to uh, to Alan Joyce, uh, the CEO of Qantas. Oh yeah, who's put his uh, nineteen million dollar Mossman home on the market. Now, basically, what happened was he bought the house, never lived in it, just sort of sat there. He was going to move into it, mm. and then the funniest thing happened, Charles. You're not going to believe it. What? Um, the other half penthouse in the giant uh, in the apartment building called Cove in the centre of Sydney with amazing water views that he mm. owns. Yes. The other half of the floor became available and he just uh, had to buy it. And so they consolidated and it made an even more massive apartment, meaning that the other house that they own, they didn't even need to use anymore. Don't you hate it? I mean, that is... That happens so often where you buy a $19 million house yeah. and then you find you don't need it after all. Whoops, surplus Oops. to requirements. Oh, dear. Oopsie-daisy. Didn't even move yeah. into it. I mean, that, I think that happened to me last, just last yeah. weekend, I think. Yeah. I've lost track of the number of houses I've owned <laughs> and just not uh, not moved into. So four bedrooms and four bathrooms and agents are accepting expressions of interest until 2pm on uh, Wednesday, August the 2nd, says domain.com.au. There's a listing for it here. It has 
a pool and a wharf. It's got its own private wharf. Charles, are you going to put in an expression of interest for that one? Ah, uh, yeah. Might as well. Do you think kick, it comes with membership at the Chairman's Lounge? I'd kick, certainly hope so. Kick the tyres. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, do I need another one? Do yeah, I need another one? That's true. I, I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, I, I'm thinking, I mean, like whatever Alan does, I, I might just buy it and sit on it yeah. as well. I'm not mm. sure, like... Do you tell the wife before you buy it or do you just mention it afterwards? Or the husband, if or you're Alan Joyce. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Oh, I don't do you think, think it's, it's, a, it's a minor purchase. Do you think purchase. maybe... You don't could... have to. You don't have to. I mean, I, I say as long as it's below 20 million, it's, it's, just, it's just a bit mm. of shopping. I, I wonder whether he forgot the owner. Oh, you think it's possible. Maybe what happened is he bought it. Mm. You know how you do that sometimes? Oh, you yeah. Like you buy peanut butter at the shop. Yeah, yeah. You get home and you go, oh, hang on, I bought peanut butter last weekend. Yeah, I, I put on my jacket the other day and forgot mm. I'd bought, bought a chocolate bar at yeah. the shops the other day. Oh, my gosh, a surprise chocolate or, bar. Or you've got, you know, glasses on your head and you don't know where they yes. are. Yes. Yeah. And it's a bit like that with buying $19 million houses. Mm. You, you bought it and then you go, oh, well, actually, we should buy the property next door and knock down the wall. And then you go, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, we bought that $19 million house as well. And you know the other thing? Yes. He probably then went to Mossman and realised it's horrible <laughs> and decided not to move. I know, I, I, this is a very Sydney reference, but yeah. I mean, it's got the zoo there, yeah. but it's not a nice place. You don't want to... It's, it's very dull. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, I'm just trying to think of, of an equivalent. Um, well, it's, it's like if a Turak was on the harbour. Mm. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's a little enclave. You don't really want to... Be there, yeah. Um, nah. It's sort of the Adelaide of Sydney. So it's, a, it's like a little yeah. suburb that's the Adelaide. That's right. Yeah. If Adelaide had harbour views instead of just a little bit of river, it would yeah. be Mossman. So I guess the moral here is: a, keep track of all the houses you buy, will you, people? And b, if you buy a nineteen million dollar house in a suburb, just go and check it out and see if it's not a bit shit. Yes. Before you settle. It's just mm. due diligence, Charles, mm. in this market. Yes. So the good news continues. Good on you, Alan. Uh, so happy you managed to find the, the penthouse next door to your other penthouse and make a mega penthouse. Mm. There's a lesson in that for all of us, I think, isn't it, with our investments. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. So can we get on to the the oh the environment being saved? Yeah, sure. Environmental good news, which oh, and this yeah. is honestly true. This is honestly good news. Like okay. I'm not right. actually lying this time. I'm skeptical. Which is three years ago, new international rules took place to affect uh, the limiting of sulphur in heavy fuels that are used by ships. So oh, okay. Ships are a terrible, terrible consumer of, of fossil fuels. So essentially almost everything that we buy, which is mm. shipped into Australia from China or wherever else, almost everything we ever buy mm. has a massive pollution toll. Yes, and not just carbon. It's like Because I think it used something like 12 or 15% of the world's fuel goes on shipping, right? Because we never talk and about this, do we? No, 
No. We never, I mean, we never think about, we think about the carbon footprint, but never the, the other things. Mm. And whenever I go to Kmart and buy some, you know, $5 piece of crap that I don't need, yeah. it's probably used a massive amount of sulfur. That's, that's a shocking thing. It's not going to make me change my behavior in any way, of course, but no. good to know. Good yeah. to know. But it's not just carbon, it's, it's sulfur, it's this sulfur, because they use really dirty fuel. They mm. use like the worst quality fuel to, to power these ships. Sure. So they went three years ago. They went sulfur in fuel causes sulfur um, sulfuric acid in the mm. atmosphere and leads to acid rain. So it destroys, you know, crops and everything like. That. There's a whole lot of reasons why it's just terrible for humans and for all life on planet, uh, including things like. You know, sulfuric acid in the ocean caused the depletion of life forms. You know, it's just a horrendous chemical, right? But as against that, we really need little... Have you seen Squishmallows? They're the, the cutest little toys in Kmart. They're $20. Mm. Yes. And they're, they're basically made out of the most flammable plastic imaginable. So you get them for your kids because you want them to have the most flammable thing. Yes. Definitely. And they're, they're giant and right. they're $20. They're probably... Yeah. They're about the size of a backpack. Right. And every kid needs like 10 of them. That's just the rules of parenting in 2023. All right. Uh, and imagine the, the the sulfur footprint of those things. Yes. Uh, well, no, but this is the good news, Dom, which oh, yeah. is they eliminated it. They got rid of it. Seriously. Sulfur is now banned from fuels that go into shipping. Really? And as a result, practically overnight... Marine sulfur pollution has dropped by 85%. Are you serious? Yes. So Hang on, is... surely this is a twist. Are they now using nuclear fuel or something like what? What's going on? No, they just got rid of They didn't need the sulfur. They realised they didn't so need it was the optional. Sulfur. Yeah. So yeah. someone, some genius went, ooh, yeah. what, what if we tried not using sulfur? Yeah. And it still worked. So it was, yeah. So as I say, it was killing humans, um, a whole lot of unintended consequences, right? So those rules took effect few years ago. That was January the 1st, 2020, right? So look at the graph. Look at it. It's just like literally... Wow, it, that's, it completely drops. Yeah, marine emission, sulfur emissions just completely collapsed, it's, it's, right? It's tanked like the chance of an ordinary Australian owning their own house. So, and because sulfur dioxide is removed by rain, mm. it actually took only a few weeks to basically get rid of acid rain throughout the world, basically. Seriously? Yes, it... it it got removed from at least the, the atmosphere very, very quickly. That's wonderful. Right. But. But. Oh, I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> Why do you do this? So. Oh, the graph even looked good. Look it up yourself if you want to feel cheerful. Oh, no, child. Sulfur is, as you know, yellow, right? Mm. It's quite light. It's, it's, a, it's a very bright chemical. Yeah, they use it for yellow paint, or they used to back in mm. the day. Yeah. Mm. And so it was creating a protective layer of whiteness in the atmosphere, right? Oh. And which was reflecting a substantial amount of sunlight, right? Oh. So you know how the planet's warming up? Yes. Right. Uh, what was happening was that, that warming from the carbon was being mitigated slightly by the sun not being able to get through from all the sulphur pollution that we were creating. Right. So even though it was destroying oceans and, and marine life and so on, it was actually kind of an umbrella. Yes. In terms of... Uh, and if cut. you look at where the sulphur, the main shipping routes are, 
if you see here, yes, they're actually in the sort of main populated parts of the world. Well, you'd imagine so, so, yeah. So in the northern hemisphere, like where actually most people live, right? And it also is where the main sort of like there's all these ocean currents that are created that are mm, incredibly necessary for yeah, yeah. to sort of make parts of northern Europe habitable mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Anyway, what has happened is without all this protective layer of pollution, uh, they reckon it's having a substantial effect on accelerating uh, global warming. And oh. and could well be an explanation for why, uh, particularly this summer at the moment, like you know, in the last week or two, we've had uh, the four hottest days in recorded history. Yes, in the northern hemisphere, it's yeah, been in the northern hemisphere. people have been going. No, well, to no, death across valley. the world, like on average. But I mean, the in, the, in the parts yeah. of the world where it's yeah, it's yeah. hot now, um, certainly not here. The people have been going to Death Valley apparently in the states because they want to feel what it's like. Yes, at fifty-five degrees. They want it's to, never been that hot before. Th- they want to go to the future. The future. The future yeah, the future. absolutely. But so now I'm going to show you another graph. I know this is not this, not very audio. Can you can you put the of, link to this in the description, okay. audio description for the show? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, do that. But you can see. So in 2020, they cut off the sulfur thing. Mm. And if you look at the graph of ocean warming in northern shipping lanes, it's sort of oh, it's going boy. up, blah 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 blah, and the, and the blue line is what is expected to happen, right? Oh, no. So I mean, it's still warming. There's a red line that shoots up. It shoots up oh, the moment God. they get rid of the solver. But is that correlation or causation? Because there've there've so been so many other ways at the same time that we've been destroying the planet. Uh, are we sure it's the sulphur, or is it just well, our general neglect? Look, it, you can read yourself. Like uh, I'm sure everyone's it looks pretty obvious the from the graph. Yeah, but but basically, this scientist, his name's Robert Rode, is saying he reckons it's at least a half degree uh, bump for the, for the temperatures just by removing the pollution. Dom, we've got to get the sulphur back in that fuel. Get it back. Let's get, get back. this acid rain happening on the forests. Let's kill a few more humans and get those temperatures back down. We don't need marine life anyway. I mean, let's just have a sense of proportion about this. Although, Charles, that said, I have one more breakthrough for you, just to leave it on a positive mm. note. So I think you tricked me and you mm. put it into a negative note. Yes. Which is, I don't know whether you saw this news a couple of weeks ago, uh, but scientists have developed yes. the whitest ever paint. <laughs> it is the Mark Latham of paint. Um, <laughs> this is an incredible thing. It reflects 98% of sunlight Ooh. and it stops... Heat radiating. So um, what it does is, apparently, if you put this paint on buildings, it makes them so cool that they don't even need air conditioning. Ooh. They can cool surfaces by 4.5 degrees below the ambient temperature. It'll need probably need to be even whiter because we probably need it to be 10 degrees below the ambient temperature. So even though the planet will be completely cooked and, and all the wildlife will die and it will be essentially a desert everywhere, mm. we ourselves will be able to live in these nice white buildings. If you mm. want your house to be anything other than white, you should out of luck. Mm. But um, we'll have these lovely white buildings within which we're relatively warm and safe as the planet explodes into heat, balls of heat. That, I don't know if it's fireproof. We probably need it to be you know, bushfireproof as well. Mm. But yay to the white paint. That is great news. So we've, the future is white. There's a lot of American politicians who would agree with that right now. I, I was wondering why all those climate scientists and paint experts were coming and doing tests on my skin. But I now understand. Yep. Isn't well, it great? There though? you go. Like, we break the yeah. planet 
Yeah. We don't do anything about it. Yeah. But then we come up with these little solutions that only benefit us. Yeah. The wealthy people who can afford yeah. to paint our houses with this very yeah. um, and, expensive and, white paint. And the fact that, you know, the solution is white is... There's, there's something deeply symbolic and metaphorical about mm. that. Yeah. Mm. It's almost as though it's white pride. <laughs> I feel like... It wasn't as sort of optimistic as we'd hoped. This no, no. I no. mean, reality of life yeah. in this awful period of history has to be filtered through sometimes. Mm. But look, give us a review. We haven't had any Apple podcast reviews for a while. Jump yes. on there. Tell us how happy you are about the positive direction of the podcast. Give us five stars. Yes. And there have been some very funny ones recently, actually. Um, someone congratulated us on our, uh, our sixth download. Um, we're very near the six million mark. We'll probably it'll probably go off later yeah. in the week, so we'll we'll pick the person to win the prize um, very very soon indeed. Thanks for being with us. Our gear is remote. We're part of the Iconoclast Network, and get that white paint, people, <laughs> and the solver. We've got to put the solver back as well. I hope Michelle Bullock can afford to paint all of her six six hundred investment properties white. Yeah. I suspect she can. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.